There are times during the year when we will put an appeal out to our loyal alums and friends and ask them to support things in our program that, that help us continue to get access for our students who, who might need some financial support. And it's been really very successful and has allowed us to increase the the average scholarship that students get as they as they come in. Welcome to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we give you unparalleled access to the University of Indianapolis Sport Management Program, which is located within the amateur sports capital of the world. Through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors, listeners will gain information that can't be received by visiting a website or even touring a campus. Catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all things sport management. I am your host, Cody McCullough. So today we are honored to have President Robert Manuel on the show. We look forward to hearing from him about the university overall and why you as a listener should join our pack. Prez Rob has been at the helm of UND since the summer of 2012. Since then, UND has seen record growth in both terms of enrollment and the university physically. More degree programs are being offered, sports have been added, academic buildings are being erected, and also the addition of housing and apartments to handle the rising student population. So thank you for taking the time to join us today. Uh, we like to start off with a fun question. And with yours, I'm just wondering if you could pick a word or two that describe you, Wendy, uh, what would you choose? A uh, word or two, I would say family is one and connector is another. So we talk on this show a lot. It basically focuses on the sport management program, but I thought it'd be cool to have you on and just give uh, more of an overview of what UND has to offer. And on this show, we talked about how Indy is known to be the amateur sports capital of the world. So with that in mind, um, from your viewpoint, what role do sports play on campus? And furthermore, uh, like what role do student athletes play at UND? Because I think some university, it seems is like sports just play as a, as like a gathering ground for social gatherings and stuff like that. And I'm just curious from your perspective, if it's something more than that here. So let me take you back a second to the, the kind of general approach that UND has had for years and years, like, like a hundred years. And that is that we, we, we focus on the liberal arts, so we teach how to read and write and think and communicate. And we then apply that to different fields that are important to the region. So think of healthcare with nursing and PT and OT and psychology, social work. I uh, think business, the way we, we conduct and create business, think education, even arts and arts and the humanities apply to different areas where students can get connected to jobs and careers. And so when you live in the amateur sports capital of the world and you're connecting your education to the real world, there's a nice, easy connection that can be made between the education we have for our students and the experiences that they can have in the sports world. So if you're wearing a Pacers hat, 
you got a UND shirt on. There are any number of intercollegiate sports that could be. There's professional sports, there's semi-professional sports, uh, and there's all kinds of activities that we end up hosting. So if you wanted to learn about ticket sales and marketing, there's an opportunity for you. If you want to learn about general management and law, there's a there's an opportunity for you there. And all of that is based in our education at the university. And so it's a perfect representation in the sports management field of what we do with the rest of our, our programs to be able to match an industry base that exists right in our backyard with what we teach in our classrooms. That, that like cat clock behind you is so funny. You're like, you like my cat clock. <laughs> so I bought it, I bought it for my daughter for Christmas and she hates it. She won't have it in her room, and so this is the only place that we go right now. <laughs> so like I said, this show has been focused the first, whatever, 34 episodes are on the, the sport management program. But in your opinion, what makes a student successful in any program here at UND? Um, are there traits and char- characteristics that contribute to uh, success inside and outside the classroom and beyond graduations? Yeah. Uh, so, so interest and passion is one, right? Being able to, you know, it's a it's a tough world. Sports management, sports, anything. It's, it's very difficult. It's a lot of hours. It's it's moving all over the place, and you have to be devoted to your career. And so, having a passion for it certainly helps the conversation about how you understand what a professional career in that world might look like versus how you manage your academic career on campus. If the two match. And they match your passion for that, largely able to get people out there who are going to be really influential in the field. That's one. Two uh, is being able to uh, be aware enough that new ideas will come your way that will be completely unknown to you, that would have been unknown to you as you came in as a first year student.
remove ourselves from the moment and think about and ideate and create what the what the university would look like in 2030. So rather than think about all the pressures we had at that moment and think about all the reasons we could or couldn't do the things that were on our plate, I wanted our community to take a step back and think, what will we be like in 18 years, 2012 to 2030, at the time when somebody who is born in 2012 becomes a first year student in 2030? And, and so we freed ourselves from the constraints of the contemporary moment and thought about the future. And out of that came some guidelines for how we would view ourselves and how we would focus ourselves, what lenses we would look through uh, to do our work. And then out of that came two five-year strategic plans that we began to click things off of. And that includes all of the new construction you've seen around campus for housing, the library, the sciences, the good hall, the health pavilion. Uh, and it also includes some of the investment in new programming, uh, the School of Engineering, as an example, uh, men's and women's lacrosse came out of that. And so what it did was it provided the framework for us to look ahead and the opportunity for us to create um, achievable instances of new programs or extended programs or enhanced programs so that we can continue to be relevant and stable through the future. I never looked at it as like the 18 years from 2012 to 2030. That makes me feel old, honestly. Yeah, imagine how I feel at 53. <laughs> so we are at the final question, actually. I We target this show for either high school students who are trying to decide for undergrad or people who are trying to figure out what to do for grad school. Yep. So for those people that are listening, um, why should they choose UND as their home for the next four years or two years for a grad program? Yeah, let me, let me flip the script for a second, Cody, and ask you, why did you choose it? And what would you tell a student? You're closer to that decision than I am. Tell me tell me what was unique about UND for you. So my mom, like I said, went to UND. So I actually went to a lot of her night classes with her. Um, and honestly, it was like the fact that, of course, when I was younger, the campus was smaller. Um, like I could roam the campus and I didn't really get lost that easily and seeing her interactions in class the sizes and like how easily she could access her professors like she would be at home and be able to call or uh, FaceTime a professor pretty easily and so my first years on campus I lived at Crow Hall my freshman year and it was just so easy like uh, had a history class in Good Hall that kicked my butt that first year and it was super easy to be able to walk across the street and just talk to Dr. Billings or whoever I needed. Um, and I had some friends later on at UND that transferred from other places and they said that they weren't getting that there. Like professors wouldn't even know their name by the time it was Thanksgiving break. And I think that's the big difference is being able to connect with your professors because then they provide like what you were talking about, the connections to other professionals and alumni who have been through what you've been through. So I think that's exactly the, the reason why you choose to come, right? There, there are, I don't know, 4,500 colleges and universities around the United States. And, you know, there's thousands that have sports management programs. The thing is that they, they feel different 
to different people and different people excel in different environments. And so when you describe UND the way you did, first of all, that makes my heart warm because that's what we're trying to do. And secondly, it, it happens in community, right? It happens because we are together with each other because you can you can talk to Dr. Van Sickle and you can you can make those connections that are that are meaningful. And it also happens because the faculty have really at the heart of their hearts is this notion of how do they develop our students to become 